Jard is sponsored by Five the Gamer, so for all of your headset needs, go to fivethegamer.com and use discount code JARD20 at checkout to receive 10% off your next order. Jard is also partnered with Xtiffy, so for all of your GTA resources, go check out xtiffy.com. That's x-t-i-f-f-i.com. We do have our own website, complete with a full episode catalog, merch, and more information about each of our cast members, so you can find that at jarredpodcast.com. We are also on Patreon, so to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash jarredpodcast. Scared. Oh, I'm just I'm just going for the fuck of it now. I'm just that one was like <laughs> that was the whole plan. I don't. That was awesome. I don't like. <laughs> I don't care. I know. That's in Lockamoni. Hi, everyone. <laughs> You Welcome sound like Hermione. What the fuck? Who the <laughs> fuck is Hermione? Welcome back to Jar. Hi. Oh my god. I haven't even peed yet. I'm Hermione and welcome back to Jar. <laughs> I have. <sighs> okay. Look at poor Ryan. Yeah, I haven't peed and you, you're just like, okay. Record. <laughs> All this time you've been talking about peeing, you could have gone and peed. Yeah, go 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 pee. We'll we'll fill up stuff. No, it's fine. It's fine. I could. I, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I, no. I'll power through. No, because you, you know what? If decision. if you present on a In full bladder, you're going to stumble even more than you usually do. Yeah. You're going to think about it. I will stumble more than I usually do, and yes, I will regret it. So please fill the blank space. Yeah, kind of thought. So should so. we talk about Prince Philip while he's gone? <laughs> he probably doesn't care. <laughs> uh, no comment. No comment. None. So a very powerful, influential figure for the last couple of decades died recently. Yes. DMX. <laughs> My man. That's that's one that'll be missed, you guys. Rest rest in peace. I'm gonna miss X giving it to me. <sighs> yeah. Ugh. <sighs> Something else happened this week that I really want to talk about, and now for the life of me, I cannot remember. I should start writing this shit down. Ah, <sighs> oh, fucking well. How long does it you take? Really don't re- I really don't fucking remember. I thought you were being, like, sarcastic about Prince Philip. Oh, guys, sh- uh, What are you- What? Oh, but I wasn't. Anyway- what I miss? Hi, hi, Ryan. Hi. How was your pee? It was fine. What I miss? Bring me up to speed. Nothing. What do you mean nothing? 
What do you mean? You can't, no, you can't, you can't, you, you can't, you can't. You'll, okay, the ping was really later. supposed to help that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I'll find out tomorrow when I. Oh. Jess was just about to tell us how she hates men. What's new there? Am I, am I telling? What's new there? But come on, fellas, it why do... am I tell am I telling this story? Am I telling I, these stories? These stories. I I, I, I think you should. <laughs> One to at least get it out there, ladies. Be around your goddamn surroundings. Okay, I have two I hate men stories from the same day. Okay, I hope you guys are ready. I'm gonna I'm here to tell you two reasons why men are the fucking worst. Okay. 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 <laughs> so I went to join my family at the beach on Thursday. They took my nephew down there. He'd never been, I don't think he's been to one of our beaches before because he lives in Georgia anyway. So we, I met them down there for the day and we took him to the aquarium <laughs> at Fort Fisher because he'd never been there before either. And the whole time that we were there, there was this dude who was like stalking us and trying to perv on me the whole fucking time. Okay, it started from the very, pretty much the very beginning when we got there. I was just chilling by myself on this balcony because like the aquarium, what Amber, it's two or three floors. I think two. I think it two. might be three. Oh, fuck it. Well, the entrance... I don't know how this works geographically, but the entrance goes into the second floor. So you're not entering on the ground floor. The entrance, you, you start out on the second floor. Okay. And there's this balcony that overlooks this giant two-story tank where there are, like, great white sharks and giant sea turtles. And it's just this wall that you can just see all of them. So there's this balcony on the second floor where you can see the wall. So I'm just chilling there, like, letting the kids do their own thing in the background. And this dude just, like, kind of, like, pulls up on me. Just, like, leans on the balcony next to me, starts trying to talk to me. And I'm like, uh-huh. And I walked away. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to interact with strangers. So I just kind of, <laughs> and walked off. I, I don't know. So then we go downstairs. And you can also go up to this two-story tank wall on the the bottom floor like you can like actually kind of like sit in the windows of the tank and like look in there or whatever yeah so it was me and i don't even know what the relation would be called my stepmom's niece it was me and my stepmom's niece and she brought her two kids and then there was my nephew so it was all of us and that's pretty much all the room that there was in front of this one window so it just for us. So we had the kids. We were standing there looking in the tank or whatever. And the same guy pulls up on us, except this time he pulls up right behind us, like almost like touching our backs or like our shoulders from how close he was standing. And there are signs all over the aquarium about social distancing. Yeah. Like if there's someone looking into a tank or if there's someone looking at an exhibit, then give them six feet. Like it, they're everywhere. You can't miss them. So it like freaked me out and my stepmom's, that, the relation is wild, but my stepmom's niece 
it, I guess it freaked her out too because we started walking away. And at first she didn't say anything, but I was like, that dude just pulled right the fuck up on us. Did you notice that? She was like, yeah, that's why I, like, I was like, oh, let's just move on. Because he just, it's almost like we could feel him breathing on us. It was disgusting. So then we move along to this different part. Like there, there's a different part where there are like windows kind of in the wall of like little like terrariums and stuff like that. So we walk up to this one with like poisonous frogs and it's me, my dad, stepmom's niece, and then the kids. We're all like around this little thing in the wall, like looking at the little poisonous frogs. This guy pulls the fuck up again. Okay. But this time he like pokes his head in between our heads to look into the tank. And he's like, oh, you guys are looking at the poisonous frogs. And we're like, And the worst part was we were talking because even though no one really mentioned it that much when we were inside, once we were all outside, everyone started talking about this guy, like everyone in our yeah. group. And I'm like, I'm glad I'm not the only fucking person that noticed this dude because he was just he was all up in our shit. And someone I don't remember who asked if he had even had a kid with him and he did, but he was barely interacting with the kid. It, they didn't strike me as like a father son duo like he it's he was walking off and leaving the kid at some points he was not really talking to the kid at all he was trying to talk to us more than he was talking to the kid how old was the kid do you think i forgot to ask you that i don't i don't know maybe six or seven maybe maybe a little bit older i don't know um gross but i'm just like is it is he like babysitting this kid and he's like or is he using the kid to like pull chicks like what it was weird. It was just like he was just all in our business Nasty. like the whole time we were there. But wow. that's my first story of why I hate men. My second story of why I hate men occurred in the final leg of my trip. I drove down there by myself, which is not that big of a deal. It's only Wilmington is only like 90 miles from here. So it's only like an hour and a half drive, hmm. more or less. Um, One of... The ways you can get there, you can take this one highway, which kind of goes into this town that's like the halfway point between Wilmington and here. So I'm like on this highway, it's a four lane highway, and there's this other truck, and there weren't, there was no aggressive behavior on either of our parts. There was no like tailgating, there was no brake slamming, no one cut anyone off, nothing like that. But I, so I was in the right lane because I was just cruising. I don't know if it's the same way for you guys or not, but when it comes to like four lane roads here, the right lane, that's for just chilling. The left lane is for passing. Like if you hang out in the left lane, just cruising, you're a fucking dickhead. That's just the way it is Opposite here. way around for us, but yeah, I get it. I get the concept. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah. yeah. So... I'm just chilling in the right lane, and this dude, he comes up behind me, then he gets in the left lane to pass me, except he slows down when he gets in the left lane to match my speed so that we are driving side by side. And I'm like, of course, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Okay, so I like look over out the corner of my eye, and this guy is straight up just like looking, like staring right at me as he's like driving alongside me. And then a little later on down the road, I was in the left lane passing him because he, like, slowed down again. So I got in the left lane to pass him, 
but then he sped up. <laughs> so then his truck was a little bit further up than my car and I could see him like leering out his window, looking behind him at me again. Then later on, we're on the same highway and he does the same thing, matching my speed when he's passing me and staring, except this time he starts veering into my lane because he's not fucking paying attention. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I accidentally, I took a wrong turn off the highway on, a, on accident, obviously, but it was like, there was this this road on the right, and then just right after that, in the, in the same eye line, was the road that I needed to be on. Like, you could, they were just maybe... 100 yards apart, mm. maybe. I accidentally turned onto the first one. This guy followed me onto the wrong road. And I'm like, there's no way. I just accidentally took the wrong turn, and he also accidentally took the wrong yeah. turn. Like, this is weird. Mm. So my GPS, like, reroutes me. It turns out that this road actually loops around to the road that I needed to be on originally anyway. So I'm like, cool. So that's fine. As long as I'm getting back in the right direction. So he goes all the way to the correct road behind me. So it really is like he took the wrong turn as well, which is weird after how he was behaving on the highway. Yeah. Like <laughs> then we get, we get into these like country roads or whatever, which are now two lane roads. And uh, this, this whole time that we're on these two lane roads like, he was sticking to either my back bumper or to my side when we were on the highway, right? Just following as closely as he could to stare at me the whole fucking time. We get on these two-lane country roads, and he's at least three to four car lengths behind me. Like, suspicious yeah, following behind me. Like, trying to keep his distance, which was weird. So we're on these, we're on this two lane road or whatever. And then we're about I don't, a half a mile, quarter mile out from this four way stop sign. He starts flashing his lights at me. And I'm like, it's, this is daytime too. It's not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I could have mistaken it. It was like, it was at nighttime and I looked like he, no, he, he flashed his lights at me <laughs> at least probably four times in that half mile stretch to the four way stop sign. And then there was a, a small line of traffic waiting at the stop sign. I, there was maybe like two or three cars ahead of me stopped waiting to cross. And we stopped waiting for the traffic to proceed. And while we're sitting there stopped, he flashes his lights at me again. And I'm like, what is this dude's deal? And then after the last time he flashed his lights at me, he turned on his turn signal. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, I was going straight. I'm like, oh, like, finally, yeah. finally going to lose this guy. And as we're sitting there, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was going on this day, but as we were sitting there in the line of traffic at the stop sign, I just hear this loud screeching from behind us. And then suddenly this gray Dodge Neon comes screeching past us, like from behind us, going the same direction as us, except they are in the other lane, which is for oncoming traffic, going the opposite direction. <laughs> They come screeching from behind us in the opposite lane, like hitting their brakes so hard that there's just smoke everywhere. Like just 
surrounding the area from their tires burning on the pavement. They almost swerve into the forest on the side of the road. And at the same time, there's a Jeep coming the opposite direction who had to slam on the brakes because obviously this neon is like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. But yeah, just burning rubber all the way to the stop sign and then just blows right through the stop sign and is gone. And I had my window rolled down because I was smoking a cigarette and all I could smell uh, were the tires burning. Yeah, nasty smell. Just rubber. And then, at, like I said, at the stop sign, fuckhead, he went off in a different direction. I'm just sitting here like, at that point, my phone, it I had already gotten the 20% battery message and I'm like, well, that's that. It's like sending Charles voice messages. I'm like, by the way, this guy has been following me the whole way back from fucking Wilmington and flashing his lights at me. So I'm, you know, going this direction on... 87 and I'm like outside of this town in case something happens to me. What the the fuck? So we hate men. I I get it. Like I was genuinely scared. Like. Yeah. As you you fucking would be. As anybody would be in that scenario. In either of those scenarios. The best of it is I've got uh, the best of it is I've got no. So men are fucking creepy. Yeah, and I'm over the best of it, it is I've got no response for it because the fa- the sad fact is it's true, it's true. A lot of us do like, be like that, and it's ugh. alarming. I just cannot think of anything logical as to why he would be trying to get my attention. Yeah, trying like to flash the lights. I don't maybe, get that. Like why? Once you just stop and so following me down the wrong road. Mm-hmm. At first, whenever he initially followed me onto that wrong road, I was like, well, maybe, you know, he's going to a different destination on this Mm. road somewhere. No! He was following me. Maybe I need to check my brake lights. Maybe I had a brake light out. Maybe. It could be as innocent as that. I don't think You would hope it would be as innocent as that. (sighs) But... Yeah, but were you... I also don't think that he would... ...breaking at any point when he started flashing? Or were you breaking at any point on the time when you were on the highway and he came up right beside you? If that that was the case when they were on the highway, he would have signaled. Yeah, when... Whenever he was coming up, or whenever he was coming up beside me, he wasn't trying to get my. He was just staring. He wasn't trying to get my attention or anything. Mm. And there were a couple times on the highway when he was because we did this just this fucking this awkward dance on the highway where it was like he'd pass me and then I'd pass him because he would slow down and it was just back and forth and back and forth. But he all along the highway, he was just craning his neck out the window, staring at me. He wasn't, he didn't wave. He wasn't trying to get my attention or anything. Didn't flash his lights whenever he was behind me. He didn't start doing that shit until we almost were getting to that stop sign. That's why that's nuts. Hmm. Yeah, and I'm, like, by myself out yeah. here with an almost dead phone, like, where the fuck, where was I? I don't even remember. I was, like, I was still at least an hour from home, probably, in the middle of yeah. nowhere. I'm like, man, I wish I had my baton with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Keep that motherfucking so thing on uh-huh. you. Yeah, that's what you need to do now. <laughs> Speaking of me hating men, it's Ryan's turn this week. <laughs> How could you transform that into a roast on me? How? It's just... <sighs> I can't be mad because of how clever, cleverly, cleverly that was. D- Fuck! <laughs> I am spaced like a motherfucker right now. I'm saying this. Uh, could you, you slur that any? Could you, that's this what I'm saying. Like, could he I have slurred that any harder? Motherfucker, right now. <laughs> oh. Are you? Yes. <laughs> I am. I, Ladies I and gentlemen, this is going okay. to be a treat for you from Jard. You're welcome. This is a nice sneak preview into what majority of our bonus episodes can be at times. Yeah, and if you're interested in that, please become a member on our Patreon. Please, we're poor. <laughs> well, I'm not, but these guys I'm are. I'm not. <laughs> we want about. <laughs> Oh, I have a kid. I'm poor. <laughs> uh, but well, you're in, rich and In spirit. three months, I'll own my house. Hey. Ooh. Outright. Nice little milestone. Big daddy flex. Yeah. Nice. So now it's time to sell and move, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It's that. okay. You can just you can just rent it out whenever you come to America. It's fine. Just lease it's it. It's not. It's not worth that much. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yours, and that's all that matters. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So Ryan. Uh, fine. Okay. My urban legend this week. Was a, I would admit, a last minute.com, as we're aware. Because who thought I'd be so so unprepared? Fuck me, I wish I still didn't have one, though. Shut up, Dick. I saw. Hey, hey, (laughs) Jen. I'm going to make it a full house and stick your hand up as well. (laughs) There we go. When researching into this, it. I'll be when I looked into it, when I first started looking into it the other night, it was like two in the morning and I was in bed in the pitch dark. Soon regretted looking into it at all because it is a uh, the, the true definition is a boogeyman slash boogie woman. I have a hell yeah girl power i have a yes i have a total fear of just boogeymen and women all together since seeing a film in we know you're afraid of women i don't (laughs) 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 no comment and i'm moving past i'm terrified of you two women that's (laughs) that that much for sure But there was a film I saw years and years and years ago, uh, which just terrified... I can't remember what it was called. I think it might have been The Boogeyman. I don't know. It just terrified me outright, and I've just repressed the memory of all... I didn't even realize it was an urban legend, like, back then. Anyway. This one, she is called Black Annis, right? She goes by a lot of other names as well that I'll get into. She is 
relatively local to my area. It's it's my hometown, Leicester, Leicestershire, England, can Central I, England. Go on. Can I ask a quick question? Go for it. You said it was you said it was black what? Black anise. Black anus. Amber. Okay, that's what I thought he said at first. That's anus? Why I had no, not anus. No, not black anus. Black anus. She, okay. Anus. This will help. Okay, she also goes uh, by the names of Black Anne, Black Agnes, Cat Anne, and Cat Anis. Don't get too hung up on the cute cat part, though, because it's really not a cute aspect. Okay, I am going to. She is Cat Anne from now on. Not until you hear why she has Yeah, because the, the other one's kind of... Oh no! Politically Please incorrect. Please don't hurt feel. my feelings. Neither of them are good, really. But y- y- she kills cats, huh? Not exactly. I will storm out of here. Well, it's a good thing it's that part's at the end. Then, at least that way I'll get the, the open legend of Rendon with, and then you can storm out. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's ex- extremely local. It's in Leicester, my hometown, um, Central England. Um, which fripped me even more. But then I was quite calm when I got to it down a bit further on in my research. So she is a buggy woman, also known as a witch, but she also has many monstrous-like forms as well. They, Some people believe she originates um, from the form of Angus Scott, who is a Dominican nun who wore a black habit which i think is a i think is a is a form of i think it's the robe that they that they wear i, th- I think yeah yep. you're nodding good thank you um and she ran a connolly uh, to help the sick and the homeless um back <laughs> in 1455 um well before then she died in 1455 which after then her legend took a sinister turn to deter to deter, sorry, children from misbehaving. So people of uh, the people of Leicester would, you know, spread this up and around so their children would behave, so they would be good when they're out in the streets, playing and whatever. Otherwise, black anise would come and get you. Um, but yeah, so that's where it, that's where it all originates from. She was a Dominican nun. Another origin of the myth was she was a pagan goddess who commanded the entire world to obey her. Um, and she would sacrifice others if her demands were not met by seeking revenge through any means she thought was necessary. A further rumour is derived from a witch who accurately uh, predicted Richard III's death, which we'll get on to as well, because the story on that is like, what the hell? Um, Black Annis is still believed to haunt the area, of Church of St. Mary de Castro and Leicester Castle. Many visitors who have who have visited these uh, recently have reported a supernatural presence as well. Now, I'm not going to focus on the supernatural aspect of, of the urban legend because I've already touched on supernatural. I'm just going on the original urban legend side of it. But the word in there is supernatural. She has now since been quote-unquote killed depending on what your thoughts are on the urban legend itself. So. So, yeah, so I've gone through the names she goes by. Black Anne, Black Annie, Black Agnes, Cat Anne, Cat Agnes. She is a blue-faced hag who haunts the area, who haunted, sorry, the areas of uh, Dane Hills in Leicestershire in central England. 
She's very tall. She's got tattered long hair, yellow or white fangs, and some say she's only got one eye. Now, the sketches that I had seen, um, I would send them, but again, they were just extremely small. They, they weren't very... Um, you, you couldn't really make up other words. I prefer the versions where she's got two eyes because the, the, just having a singular eye just reminds me of Mike Wazowski, and I just find it more comical rather than, <clears throat> than scary. <laughs> I'm a child at heart. Um, yeah, so she... She lived in this. She lived in a cave called uh, Black Anis Bower, which she scraped out of the rocks with her own iron claws. Which, just thinking of that, it's like chalk on, on a blackboard. Iron claws. Yes. Yeah. Nasty. In front of the cave was an old oak tree where she hid in order to dash out and ambush young lambs from a sheep herd and young children who wandered too far from their home. She would drink their blood, eat their flesh, and hang their skins up in her cave to dry, which she would later sew into a skirt and wear as her human prey. Children around Lester used to warn each other not to go out after dark, lest Black Anis should come get them. She'd be crazy, drinking their fucking blood and skinning them. So that's... Okay. Yeah. Yummy. Yeah, that's that's how you that's how you tell your kids that's to behave. That's how you get hey. your kids to misbehave. There's a not if you don't. She's gonna take off your skin and dry it out and wear it as a skirt. Yep. Yep. That that's wild. Yep. Okay. Yep. A little side note: where I was staying the other week, just round the corner. <laughs> Clever. Well, you still have your skin. You're fine. Yeah, but for how? You wouldn't have enough skin anyway, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Touche. Touche. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. And too much hair. <laughs> I was about to say it's either because he's too little or so or much of it's covered in hair. Didn't want me to get much from it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> So after the first world, after the first world war, her bower existed on a small natural outcrop on Dane Hills, west of the city towards Glenfield region. Uh, it now lies under Dane Hills housing estate. A secret tunnel was rupted to join Leicester Castle. Black Anis also haunts the gateway of the castle, traveling in this secret underground tunnel to and from Dane Hills. And it's reported now that her spirit sleeps in the castle cellars. But again, I'm not going on that aspect. I'm just going back to the origin. Um, so she's also known uh, to be the crone who confronted King Richard III on his way to the Battle of Bosworth in 1585. Uh, his spurs struck on a stone pillar on Leicester's Bow Bridge and the hag declared that it would be his head that hit the post on the way back. After losing his battle, his naked body was thrown across the saddle of his horse, and his head, hanging as low as the stirrups, hit that very stone on the way back. A tablet was put on the rebuilt bridge in the 19th century, saying, quote, His head was dashed and broken as a wise woman had foretold, who before Richard's going to battle beginning began asked 
of his success said that where his spur struck, his head would be broken. That is generally how it was written, but as I say it now, it sounds really all over the place, but it's generally how it was written. So though she may have lost her power, Legends of Black Canis still have the power to frighten people in 1941, when an evacuee related the following story to a folkerish roof tongue. How did I say that? Three children collecting firewood began to get frightened after dusk fell, knowing that Black Anis only emerged after dark, as, quote, daylight would turn her to stone, end quote. Sure enough, as they were out collecting their firewood, they heard a scuffling and a snuffling through the hedgerow, and looking through the hole in which their witch stone, which is a natural hold stone, they saw Black Anis. They dropped their firewood and they fled fast as they could. Black Anis stumbled across their firewood and cut her legs so badly that blood flowed down them. She mumbled to herself as she was trying to catch up with them. Before they caught their before they caught up with their cottage, she just reached them in time. And just as she was about to lay her hands on them, their father emerged from the cottage with his axe and smashed around the face with it. As she ran off, she was shrieking, blood, blood. But just then, the Christmas bells chimed, and she fell down and dropped down dead. So, that is now how she is now a supernatural urban legend. Freak as fuck. Okay. So, in Leicester, it was rumoured that Black Anne is howling, because she'd be, she'd be howling like at the full moon and stuff like that, and all over the place. It could be heard as far as five miles away. And this would warn um, the local town and the villages in the, in the surrounding areas to lock down their doors, to put the bars across the doors and to close their windows so she would not reach in and grab their small children. It would also be heard that she would ground her teeth so loudly as well that they would also bar down their doors. And precautions were even taken oh. in place. Yeah, grinding your teeth, just get this one for me, it's just it's a no-go. They would either, local villagers would even uh, take further precautions to hang herbs from their windows and their doorways to fend off the witch. And also, newly built cottages only had one singular small window throughout the entire build. So, they, so, so she would not be able to reach in and grab their small children. Um, and some of them are still, <laughs> still standing. Um, she was also represented as a monstrous cat form. Now, there's no other description on how, like, how big she was or whatever, but it just <coughs> says that she was another cat form. And this is where it's not so pleasant. I, I apologize, Amber. The legend has led to a local ritual in the early spring when a dead cat would be dragged before a pack of hounds in front of her bower to celebrate the end of winter. According to Catherine Briggs, the drag hunt was held on Easter Monday, also known as Black Monday, and led from Annis's bower to the Leicester of, to the mayor of Leicester's house. The bait dragged was a dead cat drenched in aniseed. The custom died out at the end of the 18th century. Thank fuck. That does not exist anymore. That's why she had How fucking dare. How fucking dare. Yep, that's why she has the name Black uh, Cat Anis as well. Yeah. 
I didn't find any more about that because I didn't want to. The people in those centuries were just... I don't know what they were smoking. It's in your best interest that you did. That I didn't. Yeah, I don't know what they were smoking, but it was a lot of it. (laughs) Um, They were easy, easily led astray back then. Very much so. Very much so. Um, Would have gone on that bit anyway. Um, So, yeah, so also in uh, in 1837, there was a play put at the local theatre called Black Anis' Bower and or The Maniac of the Dane Hills, uh, which the plot involved the murder of the landlady of the landlady of the Blue Boar Inn, in which Black Anne played a similar part to the witches that also re- which also were foretold in Macbeth, which is how she also got her legend to come through as well. However, in 2019 so very recently, Annis was reimagined as the queen of fair, I'm going to say, um, pursuing a challenge in the human world to bring misery to the fair court as an anecdote to the tedium of endless joy. The local legend of Black Annis is incorporated into the Challenging Three, Challenging Tree series as a misunderstanding of her nature and intentions. So she's been reimagined entirely now. Thank fuck, that puts me at ease. However, many of the modern conceptions of Black Anis were popularised in a poem by John Hayrick. Now, I have got it, and I'm going to try and do it some justice. I I have read this poem more than my actual notes itself because I wanted to get it right. I'm very uncultured, but I wanted to feel cultured whilst doing this. So cut me some slack. Jarred audio. I need a drink. (laughs) Tis said the soul of mortal man recoiled to view Black Anis's isle, eye so fear and wild. Vast talons foul with human flesh there grew in place of hands and features livid blue. Glared in her visage whilst her obscene waist Warm skins of human victims close embraced. Not without terror they the cave survey. Cave survey. Knew it was going to happen. Where hung the monstrous trophies of her sway. Tis said that in the rock large rooms were found. Scooped with her claws beneath the flintly ground. I've not summoned her, have I? <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Hey, what's that moving behind Shut you? Shut up. <laughs> Dude, there's something in your mirror. Stop it. Stop it. I'm going to move. You'll find next week I'll have moved my entire setup around the other way. So I've only got my wall behind me. <laughs> so, yeah. So, oh. <laughs> so that is. Um, Blood! <laughs> Blood! I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sleeping tonight. I'm not sleeping tonight. It was when I, because when I, when I looked into where Dane Hills was, oh my god, it was blood. literally it, from where I was recently. Like it was, it was so close by, and I just thought, fuck, I'm glad I didn't know about this back then. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't even realise Leicester had an urban legend until I looked into this. Like, I had looked before we started. 
um, when we knew we were doing Urban Legends. And I couldn't find any. Like, I, I couldn't. But then as soon as I, when I looked again, I found this and I was like, it's brilliant. Like, it's so factual and everything's there. It's just, it's too factual for my liking because it scared the shit out of me. I'll go ahead and state my sources, though. I don't know. So, before I forget. Uh, Anne Franklin Hartwich dot wordpress.com she did she did an amazing blog post on this all and the bbc.co.uk forward slash leicester leicester haunting leicester mary right there this lady said it puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again because i want to wear the skin as a skirt she uh, this, the the skin of the lotion in the basket. The skin of children. <laughs> the lotion in the basket. The skin of children. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> she oh, said she, put the lotion in the basket. You, you're grabbing the cushion, huh? <laughs> I, I I I tried to grab it really secretly because I was like, when he's done, I'm just gonna pop it out. <laughs> <laughs> Amber just popped her pussy out. Pussy. <laughs> 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 oh fuck but yeah um, let's get the shit out of me when I was reading through this hey black anise Ryan said you're a big I did bitch. not say such a thing I didn't say a damn thing I didn't Ryan I, said you ain't I shit I did not no you scared the fuck out of me I do think it is funny, like when I was fucking with you earlier and yeah. I was like, hey, Ryan, does your urban love have any witches? Yeah. And you were like, what the fuck did you just say to yeah. me? I was like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? How did you know it contains a a form of witch? You know, what the hell? When you said it, I was like, I haven't told anybody about this. Like all I said, like in the chat this week was the fact that it freaked me out because of how. Well, no, I just said how how freaked out it made me feel, which was because of how local it is. And guess what? Guess what? My name is Black Annis, and tonight you getting fucked. Bye. I'm going to fuck you Bye. up. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. <laughs> hey, Black Annis, Ryan said you were fake ass I did bitch. not. I I'm going to pull I up. I believe you are fucking real. Ryan and said, pull the fuck up or shut the I fuck up. I respect that you are over in Dane Hills and I am over in my little village out in the sticks very far away. Um, and I, I know next time I go into town, it'll be daylight. So I'll have nothing to do with it. It's not going to be after dusk. I'll, when it is after dusk, I'll be on my bus on the way home. I'll be, I'll be fine. I'll be. Please don't hurt me. I don't like boogie men. I don't like boogie women. I don't, I don't like it. I don't. Yeah. She gonna she gonna hear this. Ryan said you an ain't shit bitch. Stop it. I didn't. <laughs> Ryan said he's gonna rock your shit. You show your face around his part. She'd rock. He said I bet them claws ain't iron. She'd rock my shit. Mm -hmm. And not in the good way. <laughs> It's all right, she only wants children, so. I'm going to act like one half the time. Does Ryan not look like one? He's not that far yeah, I suppose off. It's a little bit confusing on that side. He's teeny. Very hairy child. He's small boy. I... He just looks like a really long eighth grader. <laughs> <laughs> really long. I'm small in the sense that I'm skinny. I'm five foot ten. I'm tall. <laughs> 
Your urban legend should have been Slenderman. <laughs> oh, missed opportunity. Oh, suited up, tall, skinny. Like, hey guys, here's my urban legend, Slenderman. It's me. The end. <laughs> I don't sound like that. I don't sound like that. Not far off. It's not far off, no. But no, I'm glad I could finish on on a on a com- on a Mine proper local mine. local one as well. I'm glad I could do it that much. I heard that, Jess. The mockery. Good. The thing is, I can't even try and mock you back because my American accent doesn't work. So I can't even... I don't know that I've ever heard it. And you're not going to. <laughs> He's a little bitch. I am a little bitch. And I'm not doing it. I'm not good at accents. <laughs> I am, I am not good at accents. At all. Oh, remember that night that we were playing that drinking game and one of the things was that we had to talk in different yes. accents. And so Ryan tried to like a redneck accent and it was like I, I tried it. It, it, it was atrocious. <laughs> it was, was that the night? I don't know that I remember was that. Was that the night where I had to sit? I don't know if you were there. I may not. It was the night I had to sit under my desk for the re- remainder of the game whilst ho- continuously holding my drink. If I put it down, I lost. Yeah. It was also the night I broke yeah, my dog. Yeah, I'm pretty dog- sure that was it. No, yeah. yeah. It was also the night I broke my dog's food bowl. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember that night that you broke the dog's food bowl. Because then Jess yeah. messaged Sarah. <laughs> and was like, yeah. yo. Yeah, he just read me out. Yeah. Your son fucked yeah. up. Yeah. He broke the dog's bowl. <laughs> I ordered two. Ryan was Ryan was there like, hey y'all. <laughs> it's so bad. Because I remember Charles wasn't it was it Charles giving me certain phrases to say or something? Like in, in like a proper redneck form and it just wasn't happening. It just wasn't working. Okay. I can't My remember. Discord I just know. Was, I just, right I just know. Good. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> mm. Sorry, mate, I'm there with you. <laughs> <laughs> well next week is our season finale it is woo, woo. man Dougie are you ready yeah pretty much a lot riding on your fluffy little butt <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you said you had yours prepared last week which well, was it not, I've or you knew not what it, 100% prepared but Knew yeah, what you I know what do. I'm doing, and he knew the direction that he was going. Yeah. All I'm going to say is, Ryan will know part of this. Okay, without saying something, because I know nothing, so that's <laughs> well, he should know part of this. <laughs> oh, I'm intrigued. He's right, Dougie. He's right. He knows nothing. It, it starts in London. Ooh. Ooh, one comes. Was it Jack the Stripper? One comes to mind. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Ryan, don't undo your pants, please. Keep it on. Wait until we're done recording. I'm tucking my shirt in. I mean, I'll wait until we're done otherwise. I don't. (laughs) I don't want to see your penis yet. I'm not ready for that kind of closeness with you yet. Okay. I'll wait till the time is right. One day I'm going to need a blackmail on something. I'll wait till the time is right. <laughs> what am I saying? Yeah. Fuck. 
Well, I look forward to Doggies next week. Now that you said that I should know it. Um, I think I know. I just look forward to any time Dougie speaks, so. Bomb. When we get the Jard HQ. Jard HQ, yeah. Anyway. When we get the Jard HQ, we should have a bar. Yes. In the HQ. Yes. And the bar, we'll call it Horny Jail. So I'll always be there? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll drink to that. Ryan will be the bartender. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Or we could have a little, a little play prison or jail cell in the bar. If Ryan gets too horny when he's drinking, we throw his ass in lockup. So basically, anytime I enter the bar, I just have to immediately have to walk into the jail, lock it, and then pass me the drink. <laughs> oh, you're not gonna lock it. We're locking it. Oh yeah, lock me in there. What? <laughs> Anyway, I'm gonna go. Yeah, me too. Bonk. I'm. I'm gonna have a nice week, everyone. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.